Today's show, you can tell that we're running a little bit loose because uh, vacation is right around the corner. But I actually had a lot of fun. We did our favorite moments from the show of 2022. Mm-hmm. That was fun to hear back. Got a little choked up. A little bit. That's my fault. Rightfully That's my so, fault. though. That was a big moment for us. Ours were a little bit more awkward and <laughs> zany. Uh, you cleaned Brian Riley's clock. Oh, in uh, Fireside Poetry? Yeah, he's got to step his game up on that one. And uh, HR Files. We we found out what Brian Riley eats somebody if he ever found himself starving. And also Brian Zenzen, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We already right. knew Brian Riley. We <laughs> found out Zenzen's apparently got it out for me. Uh, you'll hear what we're talking about all on the podcast right now. I'm sorry it's a little bit sloppy than normal, but we, we're in vacation mode. Kelly and Wood. All right, so as 2022 draws to a close, like I said earlier, this is this has been maybe my favorite year of ever being in radio. I've had more fun this year than ever, and I don't know what it's been. I, I really don't. I don't know why I'm having so much fun, but I love it. And I think we can all agree, right, Brian Riley, who now joins us? Yeah, it, it's it's been great so far. Just so many fun moments. So we thought we'd go back and we'd pick our favorite moments from the show over the past year. Uh, mine is a little emotional. I don't know if I want to go first or last. I can go first. Okay. Because it's probably the most sophomore. Uh, and there are moments <laughs> where you just, you know that, those moments where everyone around you starts laughing really hard and you try to keep it together. Kelly Jordan had one of the most absurd, maybe it's just me's, which fits the bill for maybe it's just me. And if you don't know what maybe it's just me is, we do it like eight, or, uh, like, yeah, like around 8.45 every morning. It's when I find something interesting and bring it to the show and no one else finds it interesting. And you brought something you should have known better. Was going how it was going to play in this room. Here's Woods. Whoops, why didn't that work? Okay, I guess that's not working. Mm. I'm going to go like this. Did you know that if you want to keep flowers looking good in a vase long past when they should, you put a little Viagra in the water. Now, we're we're not a dirty show. We're not trying to be, this isn't locker room humor or anything like this. This actually works. A a study was conducted by Israeli and Australian researchers, and they found out, as a matter of fact, Viagra is so good at keeping flowers alive and upright long. (laughs) Don't look at me like that. I didn't say anything. I'm literally just reading this with the look on your face. Mm-hmm. It's it's good at keeping them looking good in the vase. Sturdy. For long past when they should be. And so much so that in flower competitions, mm-hmm. they actually dissect the flower now and they make sure that there's no Viagra in the stem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how successful it is. <laughs> this ain't that kind of show, man. I... I should have known. I should have known. I couldn't bring up the word Viagra without you being a child. I am more amazed that we have reached the end of the road when it comes to things we need to research. That two people were like, you know what? Let's check this out and let's see if this works. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz, <laughs> shrinkadink. Amazing. Well, the thing is, though, I mean, because flower competitions, people take those seriously. If you didn't know, mm-hmm. is there some stiff competition? <laughs> <laughs> See, you know what's happening right now? What? You're limiting the amount of materials I can bring to the air <laughs> by your sophomoric attitude. Mm-hmm. This I should have known. I've got a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know those in the vending machine, the the bathrooms they got the vending machines mm-hmm. with the with the extra. Yeah. You watch yourself. Of, you think watch one of yourself. those would work with the flowers as well, or is it only? Oh, you mean the one like the off brand? Yes. Ones? No. Yeah, those are names. those are like those are like just vitamin C. Those <laughs> things are like not. <laughs> Not that I know. <laughs> I'm still having problems, but man, my cold, my cold is gone. Guys, 
Seriously. <laughs> if we're going to be a bunch of dudes sitting in a room doing a morning show, we cannot do this because hey. we're going to chase away every female listener we right. have. <laughs> but if you want your flowers to look gorgeous, ladies, <laughs> give them a hot dose. <laughs> I heard that putting smaller flowers around it also helps make it look bigger. Are we done? <laughs> so that was Wood's favorite yeah. moment of, of 2022. And I'm okay with that, you oh, know? Oh, man. I, even listening back to that makes me laugh again. That was so good. <laughs> Sometimes you just know you're going to bring something to the air and it's not going to work out right. Uh, we'll do yours next, Brian Riley. All right. Uh, I think this was like, this is probably a month or two in the. Me starting to join you guys, we did the Vikings trivia. Now, you had no idea that my sports knowledge was so limited. Like, Kel- uh, like Wood said it before. He goes, oh, yeah, Kelly doesn't know sports. And so I don't we- care either. Like, I don't care that I don't know anything about so sports. So whenever we talk sports, you're like, okay, we get it. But then this question came up, and your answer, I might have lost it. <laughs> now, this was, so what we were doing is people would call in to win Vikings tickets, and they would have to guess, well, I know the answer to Wood's football question or not. And this was maybe... This one goes in the Hall of Fame of Ignoramus. <laughs> Here it is. Whoops, why is that not working? Uh, Joe Theismann is known for one of the most famous plays in football history. Okay. Because of what? Okay. Now, April, will Kelly get that question right or will he get it wrong? more thought into this than Kelly will. <laughs> I know. Uh, I hope he redeems himself from yesterday and answers correctly. Okay. Right. Here we go. Kelly Jordan, you must get this right for her to win, or we will go to the 100th Texter Texting in Podcast right now. I don't get the question, to be honest. Like, he's fa- the play is famous because of what? Yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, and this is going to, I'm going to shut Brian Riley's mic off because I know he's going to laugh at me on this one. Um, He's famous. (laughs) You said Joe Theismann, right? Joe Theismann. All right. He's synonymous with this one play. Okay. And it's famous because of what? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Because of the because of the Theisman Trophy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sweet sass molass. <laughs> Even here in that bag. That's an embarrassing one right there. <laughs> Sweet, how do you do? So, <laughs> so mine is uh, my favorite moment from 2020. Obviously, if you don't know, if you're new to the show, my wife um, was diagnosed with breast cancer this past year mm-hmm. and uh, had a double mastectomy. I hope she's okay with me putting that out there like that. And um, one of the biggest moments of the year was when after her after her surgery, hold on, I'm trying to get this right here. I should have had this more prepared to go. Um, after her surgery, I got to tell her some phenomenal news. Now, just real quick, when she was diagnosed with breast cancer, they did find it in one of her lymph nodes. Mm -hmm. And that's terrifying because that's how it spreads to the rest of the body. So we were pretty scared about that. So after the uh, surgery, and I'm sorry if I don't have this edited right. I was running a little bit behind on editing these. So I'm not sure where this picks up in our conversation. I tried to cut to the chase. But uh, this is when I got, and this was this is my probably the biggest moment of my entire life. It's it's been wild. So anyway, ah, dang, I can feel a lump in my throat already. So, all right. So on on Thursday, she has the surgery, and I gotta say, surgery has really changed. Like I was getting text updates all throughout the surgery. It was crazy. It's pretty neat. Yeah. So it, it made me feel good because otherwise they wheel the person off, 
You and you're just like, cool, I'll see you on the other side. So it was really awesome. And like the doctor called me uh, the, after, so the plastic surgeon comes in after, you know, the surgeon removes everything, all the tissue and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the plastic surgeon comes in. Well, the surgeon called me after the first one, after the first surgery and goes, maybe we shouldn't do this. She goes, I just want to let you know that we found no cancer in any of her lymph nodes. Damn, I thought I could do this. Um, And that was her biggest fear because, you know, if they find it there, that's bad news. Mm -hmm. And I lost it, dude. I was like in the waiting room just... Well, kind of like I am now, except it was a much uglier cry than this one. And I was just shaking like I couldn't. I was so I was so unbelievably relieved that they didn't find cancer in her lymph nodes. And we don't know about the rest of the breast tissue or anything like that. And by no means are we out of the woods yet. Mm -hmm. Like, but it's a huge like I texted you right away. I was like, dude, this is the best news I could have hoped for today. And the coolest thing is that. The coolest thing is that when she got out of surgery, you know, obviously, you know what, you've had 30 of them. Mm -hmm. You're out of it. You know, you're just out of it. And, you know, she started to kind of come to and, you know, I got to walk in the room and and I said, did you hear the good news? And I got to tell her that. It's a moment I'll never, ever forget. I'm sorry, guys. No, you Um, shouldn't be, man. But, like... The fact that the doctor, I mean, obviously the doctors didn't tell her because she was out of it. You know, she wouldn't have known anyway. Yeah, you don't want to wake her up. Right. Like, hey, good news. <laughs> right. Like, is this, and, I, and the funny thing is, I was afraid to tell her because I was like, did I get this wrong? Like, did I hear it right? Like, what if I tell her this and I'm wrong because, mm-hmm. you know, my, my mind's all wackadoodle and I'm not really paying attention or, or whatever. Did I hear it wrong? Because as you know, anybody who's been through this knows you're constantly waiting for bad news like it's just like we could probably stop it right there that's the gist but that moment right there was maybe one of the biggest moments it just i don't know this has been a crazy year because of my wife going through that and right. and we didn't talk about it on the air for like six weeks so i was just kind of going through it mm-hmm. and trying to come in here and trying to make it to her chemo and trying to do all this it it was the wildest year ever you know what's crazy i remember you sending me that text Right. I remember how nervous I was for you yeah. and your family, and I remember doing it, and how just the relief that I felt with that, and and that whole moment. And you're right; that has been this year for you, man. And it's like it's like getting me again. But uh, think how again. think how strong you have been, and th- how strong oh, you and your family have been, and how strong you guys have gotten through all of this. And uh, how many people? Like the think of the work that you've gotten to do at the Indy Foundation, right? And the the people you've met going through this, and the amount of people like at our Christmas party at mm-hmm. Raleigh's, the amount of people who are like, I've been through it. You know, I'm three, I'm a three year cancer survivor. It it I don't know, I don't know if that's the moment where I just I I, I can't explain it. I just can't, and I don't need to. I, I'm trying to explain something that's inexplicable. So well, sadly, it touches all of us. And right. the fact that you're going through it, still going through it, you and your wife, man. Yeah, yeah, we love you. And well, that, that that was the that really was the underlying theme of this year it's it's crazy like hearing that back again like it chokes me up again because i i just i rem- i'll never 
every memory that's the top mm-hmm. you know what i mean i don't know i'll hopefully i'll be 80 years old one day and be like man that was a crazy moment it was and uh, i'm glad you shared it with us because Ooh. seriously that was that was our year for us and, and now i feel bad like you guys was all funny and we were yucking it up and it's like all right we, we should have started with mine we started low and then build up well, we're different you know we got yeah. texting like what what about the one time wood went to the landfill what about the time wood oh i forgot about that was outed at disney of being his dad's gay lover <laughs> yeah, that was we should have ended with one of those i should have had one in the holster ready to go i never want to hear that again <laughs> my dad was offended he could do better than me he's out of his mind <laughs> it was a may december romance or whatever yeah. they call it How dare he anyway that was some of our favorite moments of 2022 Kelly and we got the hr files on the way next and zen zen i apologize we had to bump you yesterday you don't you don't realize that the busy schedule I have. Yeah, right. right. It's showbiz, man. I've se- I've seen your office. You're new, you're doing nothing. But and he came in on a busy day with like the blizzard and everything. So you know we we feel a little. This bad is the it. kind of guy I am. I'm the company man. But well, you know today well, we were on a hot topic, mm-hmm. and when we get on a hot topic, we got to ride it. And the topic was I I actually want to ask Brian Zenzen. Okay, well, if you were in a plane crash. Would you eat someone else to stay alive? You crashed in the mountains. Yes. Mm-hmm. I watched the movie Alive at a very young age. That came mm-hmm. as a text yesterday, too. And, it's, and yeah. it has stuck with me. So if it came down to survival, yes. Okay. I, I think... And, and Absolutely. Can I, can I, can I be have honest? To. The people who are saying no are lying. They're not thinking from a starving mind. Well, they ain't hungry. Because your body would go into instant... And you know this, Brian, you're in the military. I've never, uh, I've never been starving. <laughs> but I'm sure that, <laughs> I'm sure you guys have, you know, drills or something where you have to go a day without eating. I don't know what you guys do over there at Camp Ripley, but I'm sure there's things like that. There's been like so when we went to California, there's no like there's no food. You just get you get your MRE. So I mean, like if you don't get those, you're probably going a while without. Right. Never had to go more than 24 hours without it. But I mean, yeah, you got to figure out where you're going to start rationing your meal. Or rationing your water or other rationing things. your best friend. Right. So I guess like if it came down to it, you talk about like this, let's talk about like a plane crash. You're in the middle of nowhere. You're in a mountain, which by the way, like not every mountain that came up, not every, I was listening, not every mountain has like that, you know, the quaint village in the bottom right. sort right. of thing. Antique shop. You fly over the mountains, like there's a ton of, like there's nothing out there. Right. I'd like a scented candle and a bottle of water, please. So if it came down to, I guess it would depend upon who you have with you. Because you know, I'd, I'd like to at least toast it with a little bit of flame. You know, mm-hmm. what, if it was, um, well, what if it was the four of us? What if us four went out in like a little Cessna? Yeah, and we crash into yep. the mountains, hatchet style. I think that was in the, the book Hatchet, also. And it's four of us, us four here. Yeah, who would you eat first? Well, I think we got to look at who wouldn't make it first because we're not eating people alive. Unless it really got no, bad. I think I think we agree on that. You know, yeah, you'd um, have to wait somebody yeah. out. Who wouldn't make it? Who would be the first to? Not survive would definitely be you would. That's oh, what, you're that, crazy. That's you'd have think. some gas you trapped in your me? shoulder. That's what I think. Oh, yeah. I'm having a heart attack. And you'd fall oh, down. Oh, my gout. Fall my down Renaud, the hill. My the... Renaud syndrome. My vertigo. <laughs> I can't believe my you guys. My fake knee. My skin surgery. That artificial... It didn't take long for you to turn on me, sir. <laughs> that artificial joint might freeze up. So would you're gone first. <laughs> wow. It'd probably bend um... in the crash. <laughs> <laughs> so... Would you'd be first? Um, I'd probably die before Brian Riley. He's younger than me. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel Kelly. I feel like you'd be the one that would just be huddled. Just leave me. Just I'm not worth it. Just leave me. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Before you guys even got scared, but we'd have to. I'll we'd stay probably here with have to Wood's mark dead body. We'd probably have to mark 
Where you were, so we could come back and eat you later. There's Kelly's like, my career's over anyway. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. But uh, I mean, ho- hopefully, hopefully, if four radio celebrities and I, you know, I'm a, I'm a celebrity, yes. would go down. You know, it'd be a, there'd be a huge search. I'm I'm guessing, dude. I can't believe that was me. And look, uh, hey, but Kelly's obviously eating me first. Brian Riley as well. The entire room turned on me. No one turned on you. We got to eat something. And honestly, you could feed the most of us. Sir. <laughs> Sir I, HR complain now. That yeah. is fattest. No. And I want, no. I want, I want charges. No, no. I th- he must have been talking about something else. I'm just joking. Mm. You're just taller than everybody else. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're taller than all of us. Oh, yeah. Vincent's well, probably got me beat height-wise. Eat him! And you and you put so much salt on your food, your meat would be salty. <laughs> Tender. It's like a brine. Can we get to the HR files, please? All right. Zen Zen, we got a voicemail that we're going to play for you next in the HR files. This does not involve eating someone. Nothing else. about eating human okay, beings. They didn't. Not, not a thing. Okay. It has to be right. somebody being stank at work. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. This voicemail seems like it's a little much. That's what we have up today in the HR files as we are now joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. Now, we had someone call and give us a voicemail here. And we don't want to put their name on it or anything like that. We're keeping everyone. But this is just the voicemail that it wasn't even left for this person. Apparently, there's someone at work who... Stinks. Okay, we, yeah. We've had this problem yeah. before, but I don't know if it's ever been brought to this level. And a boss apparently left this employee that maybe needs to clean a little better a voicemail. Now, we have the voicemail. You listen to this. Okay, here we go. You know, this is my nose, and if you come to work messing up my air, you're going to hear about it. If you're going to come back to work tomorrow, you're going to have to take a bath. Period. I just don't get it. You know, you can't. You better take a shower in the morning because you're going to sit there and sweat. Come to work. That's not going to work. That's a voicemail that someone got left by, by a boss, su- by a supervisor. <laughs> what? Can you imagine such a thing? You're going you're to hear about it. No, my, okay. I, but honestly, my brain goes to how bad was it that it that it solicited this response? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but dude, come on, nothing, nothing's like this, right? I mean, so, HR, come on, you got you got to have a little more tact than this, right? Well, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We talk about like regardless of what the issue is, like as a, as there and we have we have brought up many times there are a lot of bad managers out there, people mm-hmm. in leadership positions. Not everybody's meant to be a manager, and it sounds like this person, whatever. I mean, maybe that's how their boss treated them, but. I, yeah, I mean, maybe this person got set over the top by some bad BO, but yeah, that's, I mean, 100% how you don't address the situation because, I mean, we've talked about like with, with bad BO, right? Yeah. Just, I, I have had the uncomfortable uh, instance of having to address this. And sometimes it's just as simple as in a customer facing setting, hey, you know, it's uh, expectation is that. You know, we have good personal hygiene. It can be offsetting to guests. You know, is there something that we need to be aware of? Some people sweat a lot. Some people secrete God knows what. This guy could have harassed an employee for a medical condition for all right. he knows. Um, so, yeah, 100% went the wrong way by leaving the voicemail. I mean, who leaves that as a voicemail, too? Like, you never, never, like, you can cuss somebody out in person, right? But you never do it on a voicemail. You don't leave a trail. Bob Layton told me. Any email or phone call that you send, text message, would you like to read it in a court of law or have it read back to you in the in a court of law? Like, I don't, 
I don't know what they thought was going to happen with this voicemail, but I, yeah, that that is 100% what not to do. I always wonder what my dad's coworkers thought of him, because my dad wouldn't wear deodorant, which is so funny, because he thought it would give you Alzheimer's. So, but meanwhile, the guy would smoke three packs a day, but no, deodorant, that was too uh, much. Uh-huh. Is that the aluminum or what? Yeah, but mm. he would, man, he would, on a hot, humid Minnesota day, Oof. he would come home ripe, boy. He was... He was the brown banana, if you know. What I'm oh, oh. And, I, and I just, I wonder if the cowork, if his coworkers, like, man, Gil is ripe, or he just maybe, maybe he did it just to be able to go do his own thing. That he didn't have to be. work around anybody then. That could be because he, yeah, he he was by himself all the time, all day at work. Your but. your dad's coworkers were playing checkers. He was playing chess. <laughs> right now, as an HR rep, how how often do you hear bad voicemails? Oh, or it's emails. Emails I got in today's world, emails is the worst part. Emails mm, when it gets to my level, maybe once a month. Um really? it, it's not as when it's set, when it gets to my level, like it's something that I need to address. Yeah. Um I mean I, I am sure it happens a lot. Some of the times when I like say on a monthly basis when I get something, it's been like a string of behavior, like a one off time, like I would obviously assume that, hey, you're going to shut that down. But like, hey, I've gotten this string of messages from this employee. They're going off the deep end using vulgarity, like with other coworkers, whatever the case might be. Voicemails, I wouldn't say that's a thing of the past, but it's just, I mean, how often do you leave a voicemail for a coworker these days? Yeah, a text. I can see this coming text. text. Yeah, text. Between text and emails, it's maybe a couple times a month. Not a whole lot. Like, again, that it gets to my level. I mean, you got to realize we got over 200 employees, not... Every market's issue boils up to my level. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. That's why you're corporate stooge, man. That is why I sit in the ivory tower. I can't be bothered with these problems. Coming down once in a while to help us out with the HR files. That's what he does. Well, we always appreciated Zen Zen, and we appreciate you not leaving us voicemails like this. Yet. 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 Ah! (laughs) Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Tower City, North Dakota, population 211. And just a reminder that St. Paul's Lutheran Church has their Christmas Eve service at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Pastor Bill and Wesley Affelt would love to see you in the pew. That's why, Tower City, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute! That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. All right, so obviously we've been getting a ton of snow lately. It feels like an old school winter to me right now. Like the winters of yore, mm. of my childhood, if you will. And But that got me wondering. Now, I remember, of course, if you grew up in Minnesota, you remember the Halloween blizzard. I believe it was 1992. I may get the year wrong there. But okay. I, but that's when we got like three feet of snow on Halloween. But my question was, what was the biggest snowstorm ever on Earth recorded? Back in 1959, over a seven-day period from February 13th to February 19th, in Mount Shasta Ski Bowl in California, they recorded a record 109 inches of snow that fell over a seven-day period. That's dang near 10 feet of snow over seven days. You're not buying it. Why? It's California. So I don't it's, trust that. it's also in the mountains, so that's different. But I don't trust that. Now, what is the most snow ever accumulated over a winter? That was in Mount Ibuki, Japan. The greatest snow accumulation ever was 39 feet of snow that accumulated on the ground over the course of a winter. Now, were both of these in the mountains? 
Well, yeah. But so they weren't like in towns. No, they weren't. But I'm just saying, if you're looking for the most snowfall ever, I was looking on Earth. Mm-hmm. Our planet. Nine feet of snow in six days. Yeah. That's Jeez. It. That's it. Can you imagine that? Just, I mean, that would just be nonstop heavy snow for nine days or seven days. Yeah. And what year was it? 1959. Okay. So, I mean, our measuring yeah. sticks were... An inch has been an inch for a very long time. But Woods. you know what I mean? Like, you know, over time, things seem to grow in lore and things like that. And plus, yes. I don't trust California anyway, so... I wish an inch would grow over time. I'm not, bo- I'm not buying that. Class it up. <laughs> Class it up right now. You can tell, man. You can tell we're in it's vacation mode right it's now. It's not our kind of show. It's not our kind of show at all. We never I, do I, stuff like I'm that. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying just because it's Why California. Are you not buying it? In, isn't, it, isn't it? Even in like the mountainous ranges, it's got to be at least warmer than it is in some of these colder areas. My my only thing is because they're in the mountains, I don't know how they test light. How do you check that? Mm-hmm. With the same way you would check it out of the mountains. Like maybe it was on a rock ridge or something where they threw that. But, like, but how do you know there wasn't already three feet of snow on that? Yeah, I'm not buying that. So like, I don't hate it. I don't hate I wish I knew what was the most snow in a city, you know, like a populated city. Because I know like the Youpers. Like the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, of Michigan. Oh, yeah. like the Great Lakes area, because it still has all of that moisture, and it's like that's why Buffalo gets nailed because all the storms go from west to that. east, and it goes across Lake Erie, and then it dumps all that moisture right there on Buffalo. When I was in Chicago, I was talking to some local people, and they say that if you're outside of Chicago, the snow is not that bad, but because you get the lake effect mm-hmm. right there, winters stink Oof. down that way because it's just all lake effect snow. Yeah. You guys done hijacking my segment here? <laughs> anyway, maybe well, you brought me Japan and, you know, well, California. They're a part of Earth. And I looked up biggest snowfall ever on Earth. And that's what I got. Now, you don't have to like it. No one said you had to like it. And last time I checked, your name isn't at the beginning of this segment. It's the one time in the morning that I get a little bit of shine. That I get to talk. And you know what? If you didn't find it interesting, fine. I don't care. I'll have another one for you tomorrow. I'm even going to do some while we're on vacation. Jeez. I'm going to call you up and be like, well, check out what I just read. You know what? I'll see if maybe ever can maybe do one for you tomorrow. <laughs> I should slap you. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I found it interesting, and that's all that matters. Because sometimes... <laughs> Tevin's gone crazy. He's lost his mind. So when authorities started asking what had happened, the victim said, well, first of all, he killed my pet raccoon. Oh, gross. He did you a favor. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, aren't they riddled with diseases inside? Are you sure not confusing them with the possum? No, the the, The opossum. The opossum is actually good. Like, they're a good citizen. Wrong. No, they eat ticks. Okay, that's it. Other than that, they're gross. But no, but you know what? Giant mice. You know what's freaky about raccoons is the opposable thumb. Oh, they have human hands. They have human hands, and that's terrifying. They're frightening. Right. Allow me to get back to my story. I'm sorry. Well, when authorities went to the backyard to check the cage where the raccoon was kept, sure enough, there would look to be like a dead raccoon, but it was still breathing. 
Give it mouth to mouth. So they said, okay, well, where's Tevin? They said, well, he's over there. He's been holding someone at Needlepoint. Uh-huh. Yes, I did say Needlepoint. Well, they went over to the next house, and there was Tevin Williams on the back porch, but he did not have any needles in his hand. But the person at that house said yes. He had held me at Needlepoint and said he was, quote, going to kill me. Isn't Needlepoint like crocheting? I would assume that's what it was, or maybe a knitting needle, but they're calling it a sewing needle, a according to authorities. A pin, if you will? I don't think it was like a little thread and needle. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'll really get you. But anyways, so when authorities showed up, Williams was there. No, nothing in his hand. Now, he did admit to attacking the raccoon, but he said, quote, that thing came at me first. I buy that story. When authorities asked him, do you have anything on you? He said, maybe. I don't know. Come and find out. Well, sure enough, the authorities said, okay, we will find out. Quickly took him to the ground and arrested him. He was hit with charges for animal cruelty and other charges, including, uh, what was it? Were you, they did uh, holding a needle to someone's neck. Okay. Well, I guess that would be, you know, you can't, it's a weapon, right? Yeah. There you go. Don't I don't want to have it. Well, let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? Please. Uh, all right. We're going to give it... Uh, I don't know where to start. How about having a raccoon as a pet? Well, that's not him, though. But that's the story. Still, so that's the story. We score the story, not the individual. That's pretty trash. I'm going to get that 150, man. I just don't even... Like, you can't domesticate a raccoon. I wouldn't think. Not yet. Like, you would have to start now, and then maybe in 150 years, you could have a domesticated raccoon. My dad, when he was in college, he had a pet skunk. Was it like he bought it at a pet store? I, no, but he's a little dodgy on the old things. Because <laughs> you would have to have it. And then I guess it lived under their porch, but it didn't have any stink glands, he said. Okay. So at that point in time, I think it's just a really decorative cat. <laughs> right. Like Pepe Le Pew? Yeah. Just a char- but I don't know. Just a charming animal. Don't uh, you dare talk about my father that way. <laughs> All right. So uh, we got keeping a raccoon as a pet, mm-hmm. 150. Accusing someone of killing said raccoon and calling the police. Is that trashy? I don't think... If, if you have a pet raccoon, you're obviously very protective of it. Attached to it. Okay, so that's not trashy. How about killing a pet raccoon? That's trashy. Yeah. I'll give that 200 points, as a matter of fact. Uh, holding someone at Needlepoint. Mm-hmm. Tra- that sounds trashy. Without a doubt. I'm going to give that 175 points right there. Uh, he was arrested 75. How about <laughs> telling the police to come come find... Oh, what did he say? Come find out? Right. Yeah. Like challenging the police to a fight. I can't imagine it's ever really worked out well for anyone. Super trashy. I'm going to get that 150 points right there. You wouldn't imagine anyone that does any knitting or crocheting being a criminal. I've learned because my daughter is getting into crocheting that it's very popular with very tough people. No. A lot, a lot of gangsters crochet. Like Danny, Danny Trejo does it. No, like, I'm not buying like it. Gangsters from West Side Story. Yeah, who snap and sing. Come out matching knit sweaters. <laughs> There's going to be a rumble. <laughs> I don't buy that at all. Anyway, let the back on track. We've got, you can tell that tomorrow starts vacation. Uh, Haley texted in, a possum can't get rabies because of their body temperature. And See? they are very good for the environment and eat ticks and spiders and mosquitoes and all yeah. that good stuff. That's like, I think we're starting to, fi- I'm being honest, I think we're starting to finally learn that a possum is good. Sounds I don't know like what- Haley may have a pet rack, a possum. But we talked about the Mandela effect yesterday. When did we start calling these things opossums? Because well, we just started reading it, right? My entire life, it was just called a possum, not an opossum. Laura just texted in, my uncle had three pet raccoons when he was younger. Super cute pets. No. Uh, call your uncle up. Give him 175 points. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm here from you. What? 175 points. Click. Click. <laughs> I got him.
All right, let's give this one. Come this, on. Are you ready, Wood? We're getting. I can just tell. We're My not, husband's uncle had a reason he rescued them and then kept it. They're honestly the nicest animals. Okay. A raccoon. Ow. Says you. Let's 175 give, points to you, Ashley. <laughs> or your husband's uncle. <laughs> let's give this. Come on. We're not, we're not as buttoned up as we normally come on. are here. Let's give it a score. Are you ready? Yes. This story of raccoon love earns itself a respectable 750 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Of course, we talk about the insane weather that we've been having all throughout the Midwest right now. Give a big shout out to everyone who's working that has to work. Especially the plow drivers who had the road clean this morning. I don't know how y'all did it. And they do an amazing job. Wanted to give them tons of love. Plus, we bounced around, found out about somebody whose birthday that I didn't even know who it was. So. Right. Yeah. A lot. And Kelly played a profane song on air. How dare you? <laughs> You'll hear it all right now on the bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. There it is. I should come out with a CD of all my one-second raps. No. And I bet that thing would hit the top of the charts. Would it take this take <laughs> the nation over much like the Small Town Salute? The, the Minnesota Shuffle, the Small Town Salute, it's all. They're all hits. Can I tell you something? Please. So yesterday, I did my best to wait to plow the driveway. Right, to plow? What, you got to plow now? Uh, s- Snowblow, excuse okay. me. Like, you you got to plow in my head. <laughs> Clean it up, sir. Not this kind of show. No. Out there. Anywho, I waited as long as I could because one of my goals this winter is to stay on top of my driveway. It's space management, we call it. Not only that, I don't want the buildup of like the three-inch thing of ice where Tire the tires tracks, go yeah. over. I don't want that this year. I want to get, uh, stay as close as I can to asphalt. It's almost imp- impossible, though. Almost. It takes some work. You would have had to have gotten out there this morning at 1.30 a.m. I didn't do that. But I, so anyways, snow blow the driveway. My son is actually turning in to a little bit of a helper. Uh, nice. Not mine. Because you know the kids when they, oh, dad, I want to come help. And they get out there three minutes later. You know, they're throwing snow back right. onto the driveway. Just from they, one side of the driveway to the other. Then they got to go pee. Then their feet are cold. Whatever. Right. The boy was actually a helper yesterday. Good for you, man. I mean, he was like kind of cleaning up behind me as I'd come through and I'd, you know, snow. But he was so cold, I lasted. Now, I bought like super warm gloves. I've talked before. He did gloves. Yes, Raynaud syndrome. I battle Raynaud syndrome. Right, which I've never heard of before I met you. But you've seen. But I've seen the results. Firsthand. It's a real thing. I'm not making fun of it, but it's just, if anybody was going to get it, it'd be you. If you don't know, it's a thing where like you, you don't get total blood circulation at times it's like the capillaries or something yeah. like that collapse and your fingers can get white and they hurt they look bad when you when they are white like that i spent like 60 dollars and got like these heated gloves let me tell you something these gloves <laughs> yeah. flat suck i'm gonna return them is there any good heated gloves out there because i would love to get some because i was out shoveling all night last night and my hands are starting to hurt too in glove in mittens even. yeah i mean it was so cold yesterday I, like when i came in the house i was i I'll admit it. Did you I, cry? I'm a manly man. I was borderline in tears. That bad? I like. I needed my son to undo my zipper. I Wait. couldn't do it. Like my fingers wouldn't work to do my zipper. Are those mittens or gloves? Gloves. You need mittens. 
See, but the science is the science is solid. I'm not even joking around on this because you you keep your fingers right. together, and it's almost like they heat each other up. Yeah. Like I wear mittens, and that makes a huge huge difference. This is an awesomely interesting conversation. <laughs> hey, when you're in like this kind of weather, of course it is right. But because no, everybody's out there dealing with this right now, I still have some mittens that my dad had made for me when he had shot a deer many years ago, and they're like deer leather mittens, and they go up the deer skin. They go up to yeah, they go up to like my elbow. What do they call those choppers? Yeah. Yeah. And they're the best. But they were wet last night. I couldn't use them. Ooh. Well, I don't know, man. It just, and because I know, like, I know most of the schools here, at least in central Minnesota, are closed today. Yeah. Because, look, dude, we're, let's be real. Like, what do they say? Like, wind chill could reach like 70 below? <laughs> it's going to be a, it's going to be a serious deal. Yo, we ain't made for this. No. No one's made for humans, this. Humans aren't made for this. So, I mean, I, I'll i get out there again and do it today, but I, I'm telling you, I am not looking forward to Those, it one bit. That's like b- moon temperatures. It, 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 I got to give a shout out to my wife. My wife went out and shoveled yesterday. Mr. Kelly. Which I was just shocked. I was like, okay, that's that's something new for her. No, Mr. Kelly, I ain't doing it. <laughs> She's out there spraying lemon pledge on it. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I take care of these, Mr. Kelly. <laughs> did she do a good job? She did okay. Oh. <laughs> Look, man, born and raised in Texas, of Mexican descent. Good for her. She's not used to shoveling, you know. And normally I handle it, but I'm I'm trying to get so much work done before the holidays mm-hmm. that she was like, I'll just go out there and do it. And so, but I had to go shovel our deck and everything else, which was. Now, can I ask that? I'll yeah. ask this question. And seriously, weigh in and help me out. I see my neighbor shoveling their deck all the time. Yeah, you got to. That's, Why? Because that's a lot of weight on your deck. My deck. I got a sturdy made deck, my friend. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Some say the sturdiest. <laughs> no, you had, dude. You got to think that was like a foot. There was like a foot of snow on my deck yesterday, and every shovel load probably weighed ten pounds. And you're talking. I mean, you're talking. A- Get the hell out of here! You're probably t- you're talking a, th- a couple thousand pounds of snow sitting on your deck. Is that serious? Yes, dude. Why would I lie about? So- Why would I make that up? Ha ha! Gotcha. I don't know. I'm Mark takes in sack up, bros. Tons of people work outside every day. Yeah, yeah. They're tougher than me. Right. Yeah. We're, there's no. Uh- I don't. I look. I I I will do a lot of things. A lot of things I'm okay with. I will be at the front line of things. Things that uh, the cold. Since I have lost my weight. Yes. I flat out do not play with the cold. I don't like it. I don't. Yesterday, I was freezing in my house, and it was like 73. Good God. You're like an old lady. Dude, I am. I was like popping the fireplace on. I do not like the cold, and I'm okay with admitting that. Like, they used to be, oh, I'm I'm a tough guy. No, no, man. But you know what I do like? I like when you're wearing, they always say it's not bad weather, it's bad uh, bad clothing, meaning like you didn't prepare well enough for it. Because there is nothing I do like more than when I'm I'm dressed properly right. and I'm out and it's like 20 below and I can't even tell. That is like some of the funnest stuff because you feel like you're on the moon or something. Right. Well, look, like my feet don't get cold in my boots. I got my snow pants. I got all that stuff. But I'm telling you, my hands, it, it's a no-go. I, I bought. I got some boots from my dad's garage when he passed away. Uh, no one else seemed to want them, and they're uh, they're like these. I don't even know what they're called. Are they more deer skin? Are they made from the hooves? <laughs> they're actually moccasins, but they're surprisingly warm. <laughs> no, they're. Uh, He's got like the deer hose on the back, and he freaks out the neighbors out. Like this deer's you. They're loafers, and oh. I go out and shovel in them. No, they're like these boots that are good to a hundred degrees below zero or something. Because my dad, because of his years of smoking three packs a day, had terrible circulation. Mm. So everything he had had to be. That's why he used to keep his garage at about ninety degrees in the summer or in the winter time. You would go to my dad's garage. It would be so hot in there 
you would leave with like a sunburn. I'm not even Jeez. making this up. He would. He had a gigantic wood burn. Still does, um, but he's just obviously not alive anymore. But he had a gigantic wood burning stove in his garage, and he would start that thing at five in the morning and blaze it all day long. That garage would be just ungodly hot. Um, is it, he, it would melt a ring around the garage. Like there would be a snow ring melted around the garage. Are there people that still have wood burning fireplaces and stuff in their house, or is all? I mean, I'm, if your house is built like you know years and years and years ago, I get it. But like, if you're building a house today, could you even get a wood burning fireplace? It. Your insurance will probably be through the roof. But I think they sell ones now that like you put it outside, it heats like water. You start a fire in it. I could be wrong, but I feel like I see these at the fair all the time. It looks like a little outhouse or something like that, but it's a big old outdoor furnace. You pump it full of wood, and it heats water, and then the water heats your house. I could be 100% wrong on this. I'm just judging by the diagram I see on the side of it yeah. and putting two and two together. But I think they have that. My dad, again, used to heat our house with firewood 100% illegally. He had a wood-burning stove in the basement. This was our house in North Minneapolis. Yeah. And he just piped it in to the same chimney that the furnace was piped into. Well, that doesn't seem... And you know what happened? It started on fire inside the chimney. It sounds like it. Yeah, it was so dangerous. And like everything my dad do, he had to go 150% on it. So our house in the summertime, you got two parents smoking and you got a wood-burning stove in the basement heating the house. It is amazing that I've made it this far without black lungs. <laughs> I'm thinking, man. Uh, our heat registers in the house, the, the vents where the air would come out of, there would be like a, a cone on the wall. Of like black? A, of black. And we're just in there, just living life to the fullest. <laughs> uh, uh, people are texting, and Curtis says, absolutely, you can have a real fireplace still. Insurance doesn't go up much. Oh, but it does go up. All right. I would be terrified. My aunt's house burnt down because of her fireplace. They terrify me. Craig, I have a real wood fireplace and a natural gas fireplace. One of you... Well, nice, must Craig. be nice. What do you do for a living? Craig, uh, yes, that's called a wood boiler from Mark. Okay, I knew I knew you could do something like that. Uh, Bailey texting, Kelly, you are correct. My brother-in-law has one. Kelly, you are correct from Aaron. They are called wood boilers. A that lot would of people be, have them. That would be so cool to have, except for on a day like yesterday. We're like, shoot, I got to go outside and feed that fire. But there is nothing better than listening to the pop and crackle of uh, a good fire inside your house. If I wasn't so terrified of a wood-burning fireplace, I would definitely put one in my house. I have a gas one. And it looks okay, but there's you're right. That feeling and that smell, oh my god! Now we had a, we had a wood burning fireplace when I was a kid, and we had a Great Dane Ebony was her name, and she laid in front of that. And every now and then, a little ember would come out. <laughs> boom! Ebony get up and she take off Arr! like a bat out of you. <laughs> no, nope. it's crazy because we got a late start. Because here's the funny thing. I've played these before, but this morning just made me laugh. So when you guys, we do something called the small town salute, right? Kelly Jordan's brainchild. Right. I, it's not my brainchild. I stole it from Hee Haw. Stop. I was watching an episode of Hee Haw and I was like, we should do that. That's fun. Hee Haw stole it from you. <laughs> they did back in the 60s. Anyway, and why was I watching an episode of Hee Haw? Because I don't have cable. That's right. And I just pick whatever's on and if I can't find the remote, screw it. Poorest thing you'll ever hear all day. So here's the small town salute as you hear it. I mean, this is only 20 okay. seconds long. Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Tower City, North Dakota, population 211. And just a reminder that St. Paul's Lutheran Church has their Christmas Eve service at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Pastor Bill and Wesley Affelt would love to see you in the pew. That's why, Tower City, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute. All right, so that's how you hear it. Now, 
We can't always agree that those facts are right either. No, we, sometimes we get the wrong. I guess yesterday we were talking about a bar that wasn't even in that city. But hey, you know I'm what? doing my best here. That's right. I'm doing my best. Anyway, so that's how you hear it play on the air. Mm-hmm. This is Wood and I recording it this morning, and this ha- and I'm always like Wood. Let me email you the information so you can read it, so you're not trying to freestyle it. And this is why I tell them that. Here we go. This, this is why we were late this morning getting on the air. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Tower City, North Dakota, population 211. No, just tell me. Christmas Eve services will be held at St. Paul's Lutheran Church this Saturday at 5 p.m. And just a reminder, the Christmas Eve... St. Paul's Lutheran Church. And just a reminder, the Christmas Eve Christmas service... Well, I don't know why I'm saying Christmas so much. Don't. Don't. Shut your mouth. Quiet in studio, please. Come on, man. And just a reminder, the Christmas Eve church service. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let, me no. let me email no. it to you. No, Nat. Let me email it to you. <laughs> We're going to run late now. We're not. And just a reminder, St. Paul Lutheran Kurt. And just a reminder that St. Paul's Lutheran Church has their Christmas Eve service at 5 o'clock on Saturday. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> First try. Shut your mouth. That's a true pro. <laughs> true pro. It just makes me laugh when we do that because you get so angry. If Fuck. I'm like, no, say this. And then you should try it. Here I am trying to do my craft. <laughs> I'm like, let me just email it to you so you can just read it. And I have you in my face mocking me. <laughs> and there's been times where you've been like recording commercials in here and I've recorded it and you get mad at me. Because what? then you start screaming at me because I screw you up. Well, yeah, because you start looking at me or you'll mm-hmm. pass gas or something. Well, and, you know. <laughs> and then I'm, I, it screws me up. And, and I'm a perfectionist. So believe it or not, sometimes what you hear on air is not a first take. Yeah, it's not, yeah. <laughs> it's not quite as clean. But I am happy to see that you wore the gift that my wife and I gave you for uh, Christmas, which is a Dolly Parton t-shirt absolutely and that looks and, and honestly people are listening like why would you buy him that that's the kind of wood has a, a very cool t-shirt collection i enjoy t-shirts and i wore the gift that you gave me for my birthday finally look at that a month later the prince t-shirt well it was so wrinkly dude you gave it to me in a bag and it was all rolled up and wrinkly sorry i didn't need to know i got need to get it dry clean please next time if you could no i so i had to run it through the wash first okay. and because it's a brand new purple t-shirt i didn't want to run it through with anything else so it was a whole process oh well i'm glad you finally joined in <laughs> but i do appreciate the prince t-shirt maybe maybe even or it even made us listen to a little prince music here in the studio this morning you now have by my count seven t-shirts right so now but now they're going to end up winding up on the same day every every week no. I'm going to I'm gonna have to wear one twice so I can throw the rotation off. I can see what you're saying there. Right. But, you know. I'll, I'll just cover them up with a jacket all the time. I actually try to make sure that I go about two months in between wearing my oh, t-shirts. Cool. I don't have twice. enough t-shirts. I, I have a... I, I don't... I, I've never cared about clothes. I've never cared about... I have decent clothes that I wear when me and my wife go out or whatever, but for coming in here for you, pff, I'm not putting any time into that. If you walked into my closet... And I, I realize how backwards this is. I take up the majority of the space in our closet with, A, my shoes. You got a huge sneaker collection. Like, I have a huge rack for all my shoes, and then I have all my t-shirts all and everything I have hanging up. Right. And, like, I've encroached into my wife. My wife's not a big clothes person. She's very, I don't want to say plain Jane, that sounds like it's insulting. Right. But she 
she just doesn't. Some people don't care. She enjoys sweatshirts and sweaters and yoga pants, all that stuff. Like she's very easy. Keep it cozy. Keep it yeah, comfy. Like she's not into shoes or anything like that. She will like her purses. She does like her purses. But there other than that, she's pretty easy. But I won't apologize for it, man. A good looking T-shirt can really. No, I, you shouldn't apologize. This is like a fantastic WeFest shirt. You're 100% right. My Willie so, Nelson, the Chronic shirt, yeah, is a good a, WeFest shirt. This is a good WeFest shirt. Now I need one more for the third day. Yeah. And I, I'm good to go. Well, I'll wear this Prince one to WeFest. Why wouldn't you? People would be like, oh, sweet. A Minnesota institution. And he, he is. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, but I appreciate you wearing the shirt. I'm glad that it fits. You know, it's always risky buying someone clothes. No, it's not. not that, wasn't a, that wasn't a weight joke. I was just... Oh, I didn't know. I was like, is what a 2XL and XL? I didn't I didn't know. Ouch. I'm an XL. Okay. Now I know. Because I don't mind my shirts being tight now. We you know? all, all of us do, but. Uh, great text in here from Brandon this morning. He texted in. He says, hey, good morning. Can you guys give a shout out to all the snowplow drivers doing their best on the road? Holy cow. Absolutely. Thank you guys immensely. I was shocked this morning at how clear the road was when I was driving in. Highway 10 looks great. Because I, I have about an hour drive to work every morning. Which I which they always told me don't mention that. It's like why I still live in. I, why who cares that I drive an hour to work? Uh, maybe like, just people, people think you're stupid. Like I can't relate to you because I live an hour away from you. It's stupid. Anyway, doesn't I never, that, I never thought less of you than I do now. <laughs> that part doesn't matter. <laughs> but no, I was I was actually shocked at how good because yesterday I was like, dude, if I go into a ditch or something, be ready to come get me. Mm-hmm. And the roads were dang near clear. Yeah, I don't it's, know how y'all. I, I was literally thinking with all the roads, how the heck do they get this done? Well, not only that, but you go by and you see how many places are hiring or how many people you hear, we can't get jobs, yet somehow there's enough people to go out there and plow the roads, or we just have so few people that work that hard to get it all done. Right, right. Either way, straight up appreciate you because everyone else is still has to get to... Think all the people that can't take the day off. Right. And and how many hours are these guys working? Right. Around the clock? Just crushing Red Bulls like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Sir, that's a cornfield. Like, Just blasting through it. It looks so cool, too. It, it, I've said this before. When you get two snow plows like staggered going down the road, like one is blasting it into the other one's mm-hmm. plow. To me, that's one of the coolest things to see, man. It's just like it's so well choreographed. It looks so cool. And it's one of those things we just flat out take for granted. Or yeah, yesterday. Yesterday was trash day. Trash still got done. Yeah. And it was a blizzard. It was a miserable day. We talked about it. It would be awful to be even like a penguin outside yesterday. And there are the trash guys going around doing their thing. Yep. It's it, And you healthcare workers can't take the day off. It's just, to me, yeah, it's pretty cool. I know. And, and you and I sometimes, uh, we, we tend to be a little soft. Because we do have a oh I am a, a very cushy job and but it's not it's not lost on me we've both done the blue collar stuff too mm-hmm. to where we know I when I used to do heating and AC work I was just gonna say that and I would be out in this weather because we would be on call you had and, to and I didn't last long don't let me not make it seem like I was some you know I literally got fired six months into that job but how many of those people out there if your furnace goes down man they've got they to gotta come. be there that's, and that's life-saving work i you remember know? being on call the first year that i did hvac i was like 19 years i was so young and uh i remember being on call christmas i had to go out because it was a really cold christmas that year and so i had to like go out and fix furnaces on christmas because i mean god dang you just can't let some in this kind of weather if your furnace goes out that's dangerous man well, how about the people that if a power line goes down or something right imagine monkeying around with electricity when you can't feel your hands you know what i'm realizing right now 
You and I are very blessed. Todd Wright, how about the mail carriers? Y'all are delivering right. everybody's Christmas presents 100%, right now. 100%. And I know mail carriers are having it tough because they can't even hardly get to my mailbox now. There's so much snow in front of it. Get I keep together. Tra- I try and shovel it, but it's all ice now. Mm. I don't know what to do. Chip it out, man. I, I guess I have to. How about this? Mark, propane delivery. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, 100%. Eric, us trash guys are going to be out here today and tomorrow, even in the nasty windshields, as expected. Ooh-wee. I Mark, I work for MnDOT. Definitely not fully staffed. So there you go. So it's Mark, just you guys you, are working harder. Does Mark, Mark, do you drive a plow? Text us and let us know. Can I do a ride along? I bet that'd be that'd probably be too big of a liability. In Insurance. That. Like you're yeah. just like dropping it in the middle of things. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> hey, man, we're in the Whitney's drive through You just uh, dumped a whole load of salt right there. That's cool. That's Get cool. out the way. I need these nuggets. <laughs> Bam. Anyway, yeah, weather sucks. We're lucky. But seriously, it is really cool for all you people out there that are getting it done. And, and also, I know like my kids had the day off today. Shout out to all you teachers and educators that have to do e-learning. Oh, man. I if feel- my kids in your class saw you know, Miss Path and the like, my kids ain't coming today. I know. I felt bad. I felt more bad for the teachers when I saw that because mm-hmm. it was, you know, scrolling across the bottom of the screen yesterday. I'm like, can you just give them a day off? Our school district announced in an email saying that they're going to go, they'll be in school Martin Luther King Day and President's Day to make it up. Why? That's my thinking, too. Well, I know it has to do with like funding and all that kind of stuff, Like, but still, it's like, can't people just get a day off? Maybe this is me talking soft again, though. No, but to me, you, you lose what the snow day is, man. Right. That excitement of a snow day. In- You're supposed to get out and play in the snow. Heck yeah, man. Get out there. Enjoy being a kid for a day or two. Lose get that a toe hot or two. Right. Lose a toe. Who cares, man? Learn to pack that ice ball right. 30 below zero. And drill that kid when he's not looking. I- uh, Roger, I plow for MnDOT as well. Been going since 2 a.m. Dang, dude. Thank you. <laughs> I mean that from the bottom you of my bet. heart. That's what I, That was my first thought this morning. All mm. right. Uh, all right. Well, I think we covered a lot of ground there. We always do. Somebody said, can you put bloopers like that on the uh, weekend podcast? We probably could. We'd have to make an error to add a blooper. Uh, trust me. I always <laughs> I always end up deleting them. I'm always like, this should never see the light of day. Well, they're usually not that clean either. There's no. usually some salty language mixed like in. When we, do, when we do our things about like telling you what's coming up the next day on the show, mm-hmm. those, those can always get a little... Right, maybe we'll do that for this weekend's podcast. Okay. Well, we'll show that the CD underbelly. And we should mention, if you ever miss anything on the show, there's always the full show podcast. You can just search out Kelly and Wood. You can also text in the word podcast right now. We'll kick you back a direct link. You can listen to the show on demand. And there are some weekend stuff that never see the air of radio. <laughs> it is just strictly for the podcast. That's an interesting way to put it. You ready to do some uh, history? Come on, man. It was on this day, all the way back in 1882, the first string of electric Christmas lights went up for sale. It was decorated in a house by Edward H. Johnson. All right. He said, I got a new way of doing it. We don't need to put candles on pine trees anymore. Isn't that wild? I just can't even believe that. You know, we always think like, okay, we've learned a lot over the years, right? You know, when it comes to safety and things like that. But you would think an open flame in a pine tree... Even in the 1800s, would have seemed like a bad idea. Yeah, but how many of those people are like, "Hey, I'm 19. I've outlived everybody in my family. Yeah. Let's let it ride." Got seven kids. Yeah. I've had a hell of a run. <laughs> what? See you later. It looks pretty. Give take it a me, whirl. Take me from this veil of tears. Myrtle, light that candle. <laughs> it was on this day in 1958. The Chipmunk song chopped the tarts. Charts. <laughs> <laughs> Top the charts. <laughs> All right, chop the tarts, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Hey, uh, 
You know how they did the chipmunk's voice? I imagine with helium? Nope. Can you imagine the amount of... Those people would have died after one episode of Walk the around, Kicking each other in the nads? No, they would play the music at normal... They would play the music super slow, right? Okay. And then they would sing on a tape that was slowed way down. So then when they speeded everything up to normal speed, their voices sounded high like that. Mm. It's a lot of technology that went into the old chipmunks. That's there. not bad. It was on this day in 1987. <laughs> Nikki Six from Molly Crew was pronounced dead... As his heart stopped beating for two minutes, he was given two shots of adrenaline in the chest. Fellow band members were uh, prematurely informed of his death and thought, well, that's it for Motley Crue, man. We're done. And that's where we got this song from. Came ripping back. Yeah! God, I love this song. I'm not a big rock guy, but this, this one gets me. Wow. How can it not? And of course, still touring. I, I saw a lot of mixed reviews from their last show when they were going around with Def Leppard. Vince, you know what Vince Neil needs? Uh, the lead a time singer. machine, right? Uh, a mirror, Weight Watchers, whatever. Wow, <laughs> no, he needs like a, a female to sing with him to, to cover the high notes. To cover the high notes. I mean, the dude's what? It's got to be sixty, right? Uh, yeah. Nobody in their sixties can hit high notes like that anymore. So instead of trying to do it and sounding like ass. Get a woman up there with you to hit the high notes. And plus, his his years are a whole lot. Those are like dog years. Oh, God, yeah. Can you imagine the abuse those vocal cords took? Right. I mean, you cut that dude in half. It's like, wow. Right. <laughs> What's in here? But I, I always tell the story when I went and saw Billy Joel. This would have been, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago. He was like, yeah, I can't hit high notes anymore. So he had like a, a woman on stage. It, it sounded great. Mm. Better than trying to struggle your way through it, pretending like you're still young. And it's amazing. Like, even like if you go back to listen to like early, early, early Aerosmith. How Steven Tyler's voice has changed. Oh, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. And like uh, of uh, Axl Rose. Yeah. Ooh. It's gotten bad. It's not a surprise. I mean, that's just that's just time. Well, it's a tough life, too. Yeah. Being a rock star. I don't know if it's tough. It's tough on your body. Got to be awesome, though. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure it's a hell of a ride. Uh, Let's do some birthdays real quick, Woods. Celebrating a birthday today. Because you know I'm all about that bass. I like Megan Trainer. Okay. Every song she puts out sounds exactly the same, but I like Megan Trainer. You know how old she is? I literally have no idea who she is. Do you even know who she is? I know. You've never heard this song? I've heard the song, but I don't know who she is, so I have like no frame of reference. Of 22. Ah, well, you weren't too far. Yeah, I'm 52. I told you we weren't far off at 22, and then your next guess is 52. Wow. Who knows? She is 29 today. Okay. So good for her. Good for her. This song's yeah. just about a, a girl's wagon, right? The booty, yeah. Okay. Miss New Booty. Uh, speaking of booties, celebrating a birth- birthday today, the one, the only, Mr. <laughs> Sir Luther Campbell of Two Live Crew. Oh, boy. These guys are a part of American history, man. That's the only reason I bring this up. Well, and you want to talk about uh, somebody that battled. These guys were literally going against Congress at times for the parental explicit lyrics logo on CDs. And I had the tape. As nasty as they want to be, mm-hmm. and it was it was pretty shocking. Especially, oh. I was I was like maybe seven when I had it. Now, if you're a sports fan, Luther Cam- Luther uh, Campbell here has a big tie-in with the University of Miami. He was one of the ones that kind of was a main player of their program 
crumbling because the players were doing parties and things like that back before you couldn't pay players. Yeah. He's up there. I guess he's like 59. Oh, you're actually a little low. He's even older than that. That uh, This dude is the ripe old age of 62. Okay. All right, class hey, look, it up. There's it's, kids listening. Yes, no, they're not. Yeah, probably they're not. all out of school. They're snow day. Crying about having to do e learning today. I mean, I there's no kid them. getting out of bed. Like, can we go listen to Kelly Wood? I Papa, listen it on. Gathered around the radio mm-hmm. with their hot cocoa. Uh, and of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 